The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Compassionate Life with Dr. Brittany King. In this hour, you'll hear stories about kindness, selflessness, and of course, compassion. The hope is that you'll be inspired to create some compassionate moments of your very own. Now, here is Dr. Brittany King. Hi, I'm Dr. Brittany King, and you're listening to The Compassionate Life on the Empowerment Channel. Today, I get the pleasure of interviewing Wendelin Loxon, who is running to help children back on their feet. Just a little background on Wendelin. He is from Germany and is the founder and director of the Seven Emirates Run. Wendelin has already run marathons on all seven continents and broken the world record for the fastest completion multiple times over. His passion for running and his com- his compassion to the United Arab Emirates led him to initiate a run for charity to help needy children who suffer from deformities and amputations. He runs with the model running to help children back on their feet. The Seven Emirates Run is actually a, an insane endurance run like no other. This will make their fifth year cycle. Full distance teams of seven runners and relay teams of two to seven runners will run 539 kilometers in just seven days. That's an average of 77 kilometers per day across the UAE. Um, for those of us who are American, that's well over a marathon. That's 40 kilos is a marathon, so almost double that in a single day. Wendelin and others raise money for an incredible cause supporting children. They have actually raised, since this run's inception, over 1 million dirhams and supported six children with prosthesis and orthosis who otherwise would not have that access. The run is through all seven emirates of the United Arab Emirates, And this incredible endurance event takes place through all kinds of terrain, cities, deserts, mountains, beaches, gravel, sand. The group runs for the pure joy of running to promote a healthy lifestyle and to raise awareness for children who they want to support by raising funds. So we get to hear firsthand from Wendelin, the man behind the passion. Hi, Wendelin. Are you there? Yes, I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm rambling, and uh, it's middle of the night in Dubai, and I'm happy to talk to you. I know. I can't thank you enough. It's it's about 2 a.m. there, isn't it? In the in the middle of Sorry? the night there for you. It, I said it's about 2 a.m., 2 in the morning yeah. over there. <laughs> well, we'll yeah, get but started. I'm happy to talk to you, and... Uh, I have a lot of uh, uh, good memories to the U.S., and uh, I'm happy to talk about the Seven Emirates run and also the Seven Continents and Marathons, what I did uh, four times. So I'm happy. Uh, I'm still awake. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> well, if I could send you coffee, I would. <laughs> um, so let's kind of back up a little bit. Um, what, why don't you give us a background of, you have held the um, Guinness Book of World Records a couple times um, for running the fastest completion of marathons on all continents. Can you tell us when those occurred exactly? Um, I, um, I did two times a uh, Guinness World Record uh, in fastest time to complete a marathon on each of the seven continents. It was in 2012. And um, I did this um, the first time in uh, March and April, and six months later again. So um, the the record uh, was uh, the clock start with the first marathon, on the start with the first marathon, and the clock stops with the last finish of the last marathon. So and you have to complete a marathon, an official one, in each of the seven continents. So in total, I did the seven continents four times. So I was oh, also wow. four times in U.S. and different cities. 
What was your, the first total completion time on the first record and then the second, how many days? The first, the first time was uh, 28 days. Um, it was um, started in, um, in the Antarctica marathon on the 9th of March and then in a marathon in Germany on the 18th. The 24th of March uh, in New Zealand, then the 25th in uh, the River City Marathon in Sacramento for North America, then uh, Marathon on the 30th of March in Tel Aviv for Asia, then uh, on the 1st of April 2012 in Santiago de Chile for South America, and then uh, at least for Africa on the 7th of April 2012, the Two Ocean Marathon, which has uh, 56 kilometers. Oh, wow. So that was the first. Uh, uh, and the old record was 29 days uh, and 18 hours, and I could do it uh, 19 hours less, so 28 days and, and 23 hours. It was really a bit tough because I planned it uh, to do it in 23 days, so um, I missed one marathon when I came from the Antarctica. I was in time, but uh, through um, I had not with me the original certificate for the um, yellow fever vaccination, so they let me not fly to Africa. So that's why I had to plan it a bit different. Uh, but at least I was happy that I could reach uh, the target and could finish and could break the record for uh, this. Uh, that's time. no, that's really Im- impressive. I do remember that. I mean, you have to have your yellow fever certificate, all those stipulations that are so critical to, I mean, each continent you're trying to enter and each country and the legal requirements behind it too. There's so much planning that went into all of that. Um, Can you talk a little bit about, there is a difference between, so, you know, organized marathons versus getting off a plane, starting your GPS watch, running a marathon that maybe isn't an established marathon. So your record attempts there the and, and, and completions for those two marathons were really a, a big deal. And, and the, can you talk a little bit about the difference? I mean, how much planning was involved um, to find those specific organized races? Yeah, that's, uh, that's totally right. Uh, the important thing is first you have to search out uh, what is possible to do in the Antarctica. The Antarctica mm. marathon is not, uh, uh, there are not many marathons where you can choose so that, that you have to search first this marathon. And around the Antarctica marathon is uh, important to plan than the other ones. That means uh, the best is to, to start with the Antarctica or to finish with the Antarctica. It has also to do a bit with the weather condition because sometimes the flights don't go to Antarctica. Or if you right. take the, there is one, uh, one a marathon course, for example, they, they do, uh, um, they, uh, you go with the ship with the icebreaker over the Drake Passage. So also there, the weather conditions are sometimes different. That could be that there is a delay. So that's why you should uh, really start with the Antarctica Marathon and plan the others around. And what you said, it's uh, really true because you have, if you find out uh, official ones, that means also you have to check with the visa. You have to check the different time. You have to check the different weather. You have to see uh, and plan how far is it from the airport to the hotel or the, to the start line? And how you get your documents uh, early enough because you have to be on time one day before to collect your documents. Then right. you have Packets. to be there and you have to be early enough on the start and so on. So that's why I find out uh, through different, uh, different uh, home pages uh, from, uh, from different uh, uh, suppliers they offer some uh, 
You can search in different continents. You can search out the marathons, and then you plan around. So it took me around 14 days to plan the first one, and also when I searched for the second one, it was, again, very difficult because uh, to get uh, in short time uh, the marathon register, uh, like the Antarctica is normally mostly fully booked, for one or two years, so right. it was tough to plan. It's a logistic uh, work, a lot of logistic work to do in advance, <laughs> and mm-hmm. later also you have to be on time always um, to reach there, and there should be no delay in 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 the flights and so on. So it's a bit hardcore that you can say. And then at least you enjoy in peace to run the marathon. You have also to do this 42, 1.95 kilometers. So, and you it have really to is a at least you have to get the certificate. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a, a really important point, how it varies and how much when you're doing that individual planning. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We are speaking with Wendelin Loxon from Dubai and we're talking about his seven Emirates run and his world records. And we'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Compassionate Life. To reach Dr. Brittany King or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to brittanyking.swimbet at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And we're back. I'm Dr. Brittany King, and this is The Compassionate Life on the Empowerment Channel. And we're speaking with Wendell and Loxon. And there is a so a challenging, but technology is wonderful. Um, it's incredible to think about the fact that I'm speaking to you in Dubai right now. There is a little bit of a delay, but you sound great. And thank you so much, Wendelin, for sharing your story with us. And um, we were just talking about uh, the logistics around planning your own well, your own records twice, and finding those official organized marathons, and how challenging that can be. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about, so you and I met then when we did the same similar type challenge, but in a different format at the 777 Quest, and this was in the spring of 2015. Um, Wendelin, how, how did you come up with the idea of our Guinness Book of World Records attempt, which is still being reviewed, but it was an attempt? How, how, was, that, how was that your idea? Um, uh, sorry, do you mean um, 
before I get this one and then now with the link team or um, yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Yes, the with the link. Yeah, d- jumping okay. jumping to the link team yeah, and was, see the yeah, there was there was uh, already um, <coughs> uh, maybe I, I start again from the from the from Richard Jakarta who who did this record fastest time to complete a marathon on each of the seven continents in in two thousand seven uh, five years nobody could break this record and Don Kern. Um, from from US, uh, um, he was the one who tried it different times. So uh, when I did uh, this, my attend, I met him also in the Antarctica. It was really funny, and he he told, "What you are doing? You want to break this record? I'm already break this record. Try to break <laughs> this record." So and he uh, did it in 25 days. So wow. at least uh, after my record. Uh, uh, Attempt uh, and and approval from Guinness, so they uh, they uh, later uh, don't get the record for 25 days. That's why I decided to break this rec- record in the same year again. It was only six months later, so uh, and uh, it was in November, and I did it then in 21 days, and it was also wow. funny again because I met him then. During this attempt in Australia in the Port Douglas uh, Solar Eclipse Marathon, and now the funny thing in 2050 when we uh, met for the for the uh, Guinness World Record attempt for the Link Team, he was also again in this uh, in this adventure. So it was a bit funny and. Uh, the thing for this record uh, in the in, in this triple seven quest that was the idea to to do the seven continents, seven marathons in seven days, and these right. marathons were official marathons, but they were also a bit organized for this event. So, and I thought there are now a lot of people who are trying to make this in seven days. Why not to to uh, make a bigger challenge, a bigger challenge, and put a team together. So that was the idea, to put a team together, and this team mm-hmm. uh, should have some regulations, and the regulations to put them together with ropes, so that each <laughs> of the person, the member, has to run together, and they have the regulation that if someone uses the toilet, all have to stop, and to unlink, and then again to link together. So this was a really a challenging thing to do. That's why I had the idea, okay, let's try if there are some other crazy people who want to do it with me for a, for a special thing. Uh, that was uh, really funny, and uh, at least we could <laughs> find 11 people and it was really challenging, you know, as, it, as when you start with this. Well, leave it to you to come up with that challenge because that was unreal. But we all we all jumped in on it, and we thought it was an amazing idea to go ahead and try this. None of us had met before. We lived in completely different countries. A few of us were American, but we had people from everywhere. Um, And then with different running styles, not even friends prior to meeting up to attempt this world record that we did um, attempt in the spring of 2015. But you're right. I mean, that was, I mean, I I guess I might have preferred like a challenge with like animal hats or something. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, or eating a marshmallow at the same time. But this was, I mean, this was honestly one of the toughest things I've ever experienced for sure. Um, and I think, I mean, you probably saw a completely different, it's it's totally different running with a group, obviously LinkedIn, but also, I mean, the different mental challenges you go through as a group together and you're having to support um, one person's injury or one person's, you know, let's face it, you're going to go through seven marathons on seven continents in seven to 11 days, and you're going to have sickness, you're going to have illness, and and supporting each other through all of that um, was, I mean, it was unreal. I mean, looking back on it, I think we were all in like a completely alter state of mind managing to go through that 
each time. Um, but still sticking together because, you know, it was it was you, me, and like a total of, you know, six in the end that finished in Antarctica. What was the most challenging part of the link team to you, in your opinion? Uh, from from my side, it was uh, see we we the people who came together they didn't know each other, so mm-hmm. and these people who doing such an, a challenge already to run marathons. If you run a marathon, you prepare your own with the training, with nutrition, with sleeping hours, with uh, some uh, breaks during the run. Uh, and and all these things and going to toilet and and prepare yourself and so on. So you, we had uh, uh, at the beginning eleven people from different countries, different nationalities, and uh, different people with uh, with uh, all of, of them were in in different areas in in their jobs. They were in in management position, in leader position. So if you put all this leader together to do such a challenge, this is really a big challenge to to bring them together because all of them want to lead. So all of them want to to bring something in. So that that is really a challenge. And the group together, it was great that, uh, you know, from the beginning when uh, when from Brazil, a nice guy, very nice guy, he said, no, I cannot do this, uh, I have to go out in, in the first run. And it was okay, the, the people in, uh, enjoyed still the, the, the run and they uh, had a good friendship with this, uh, with this guy because he could feel, no, this is not the right thing for me. Uh, it's really a mental, mental, you have to be really fit for this. The other thing what came up is, as you said, the sickness, the illness. If you are prepared, you drink, for example, uh, uh, some little water or whatever during the run, and you cannot stop uh, many minutes, you you go always on the drink station uh, ahead. But if you if there's someone who stops and uh, make a longer break, then it makes it more tough for the others. And there came also a bit up that uh, some get a problem with the, with the, uh, to go to toilet or not, and, and so on. That was really a tough thing to do, and it was for me uh, mentally, it was the, the hardest uh, seven uh, marathons and seven continents, let's say. Uh, which I did because uh, this, uh, but it was of, on the other side. I said for myself, it was also a great thing because the people you could feel in at least seven people uh, keep kept together and and finished this in the Antarctica. We had also, you know, the different weather conditions. We had only sleeping in the in the airplane. Who from us? slept one hour only, some days slept maybe three or four hours, you you didn't know this. So, but at least we were on time on the start, and at least we finished uh, seven marathons on seven continents, so it was really a great adventure, and now we are still waiting on the the, uh, uh, certificate from Guinness, and I hope we will get it soon, Uh, so let's see. No, I mean, hopefully, you know, it, it continues to be reviewed, but it was, I mean, it's interesting that I, I think you had a really good point there about um, putting a bunch of leaders together because we did, we were all kind of leaders in our own field and our own area, area of the country, area of the world, and then bringing together to come, you know, and, and work through each other's differences was certainly um, the most challenging and, and just the different speeds. I mean, the the speeds and then learning to be accommodating to each person um, well. So you're focused on a group, but you're also trying to focus on your own individual getting through such an incredible challenge that not a lot of people have ever, ever done um, or experienced. Just the sheer physical challenge of it was enough. And then you add your own personal mental challenge and then you add a group mentality to that. And it was... It was, um, I don't know, we kept saying it was a weird, like, human experiment. 
So, well, thank you for yes. that. And uh, what 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 I think is is also um, see I I like uh, this this running uh, running with marathons or this seven endurance run this ultra marathon you can see uh, different people different from different fields from different nationalities they come together and can do mm-hmm. something special in peace together this is. Today you see what happened on the world, but you can see also on this race that the people um, also uh, are doing nice things together, and they uh, they are adventurer. And they, if you saw all the people together, they had their different charity activities. They did it for right. someone, did it for pets, someone did it for mm-hmm. children, someone for cancer, someone for. Uh, uh, like uh, me for a patient for kids with deformities and amputations. So the people together, uh, they did it in, in peace and they, it was a nice thing to do and you could do it with the people from different nationalities and that was a great thing and I like this always in my runs. Uh, mm-hmm. At all the places where I am, it's uh, really like like a family. What You, you get such a lot of contacts and you see that the people um, that there are also <laughs> very good people on the world and unfortunately I, in some areas uh, uh, it is very hard uh, so yeah. by the way uh, I, I did uh, during my record attempts I uh, did a run in Algeria I was supported with the police uh, because they were afraid that something can happen so uh, in, in Beirut, the, the, from the army, the people were standing around with the guns. Uh, I did this uh, run in, in Tel Aviv. Uh, you had to go over the border. It was difficult. So all the things you have, you see sometimes. And um, at least this what we did last uh, year. It was uh, was really a great thing. And also the Seven Emirates run. Mm-hmm. If you see here in UAE, uh, such right. a lot of different nationalities uh, from all over the world, and uh, we had already in the first, uh, um, mm-hmm. the first I did it alone as a solo run, and then um, in 2013 I could inspire seven people to do it okay. together. And you will not believe we were all seven were different nationalities. So yes, it's funny. we. It, no, it is. I mean, the the camaraderie. We're going to finish. We're going to come back and talk more about that. And um, I mean, just the good that you see uh, at the same time. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to finish speaking with Wendelin after this short commercial break. on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Women in sport has come a long way in a reasonably short time. In the 1950s, most women's sport was casual, recreational competition, followed by snacks or a light lunch. Today, women's sport is competitive, powerful, and in the mainstream, whether it's collegiate, Olympics, or professional leagues. Tune in to Women and Sport, The Long Road Up, where you'll discover the path that women's sport has taken over the past 50 years and more. Featuring your host, Carol A. Oglesby. Listen Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America empowerment you are listening to the compassionate life 
To reach Dr. Brittany King or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to brittanyking.swimbet at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, we're back. Thanks for joining us again. And this is our Wendelin Loxon, and he is the founder of the Seven Emirates Run. I'm Dr. Brittany King. This is a compassionate life. We were just talking about um, a third uh, record attempt that has to do with seven marathons on seven continents in 11 days linked with bungee cords to six people. And, and talking about how everybody, uh, Wendelin touched on how Everyone had really selfless endeavors towards it. Each person was raising money for, a, you know, a different cause that was dear to them. Um, I myself was doing it for um, a Banfield Charitable Trust and raising money for pets and owners that couldn't afford it. Um, Wendelin, he's going to talk a little bit more about, um, he raises money for children who need prosthetics and orthotics, but we keep coming across different individuals that really are inspiring um, and just what they're doing in their own little sector of the world. So thank you for touching on that, Wendelin. Um, can you talk to us about the seven? Em- <laughs> no, thank you. Um, the seven Emirates run. When did you start it? And how did you think of this? Yeah, see, um, that was also, it, it was the, I, I, uh, first time when I made the step here in UAA was in 2004. And then every year I visited the UAA and I loved this country from the beginning. So uh, the seven, uh, the number seven, seven Emirates, that was also, I think, a bit of reason because I personally born on the 7th of July. And um, I, my lucky number is the number seven. I did the seven continents four times. And now uh, I had the idea to run through the seven Emirates. So um, I saw there um, um, a boy who suffered from amputation and the payment for the prosthesis. And I heard about this case. It was a boy from Gaza, so I got the idea to run through the seven Emirates and to raise money for him, but I was no resident. So I had oh. to find out how it is. Can you run through a foreign, as a foreigner to, through a country without residence visa and so on? So I tried to find out this. At least uh, I went to uh, the headquarter police in Abu Dhabi for UAA and so on. So they said, if you don't disturb the traffic and, and so on, then you can do this. And I started doing it. First, I had an agent who should support, but they left me alone. And so I started one day in 2010, um, and I decided to run through all seven Emirates. And I prepared it uh, in the summer, uh, driving with a car, and I find out a, a route to uh, cross all seven Emirates. So I planned it normally to do it in 21 days um, and 30 kilometers per day, but at least uh, I decided to do it in 12 days, um, (laughs) an average of 50 kilometers per day. And the idea was to raise awareness and uh, for this um, uh, mission, run for health, run for health and run for fun. Uh, to help uh, children back on their feet. Um, and it uh, was the idea behind from the beginning um, to raise funds for this boy from Gaza who lost his legs through a bomb attack. And wow. he had uh, he needed a surgery and also a prosthesis. Um, he was still in Gaza, but... Uh, I tried, uh, and I could get at least 5,000, could raise 5,000 euros for the surgery and 8,000 euros in worth of prosthesis. And one year later, we could bring him uh, to the to Dubai and to do the treatment here. And he was here three months, and uh, we could help this boy. Also, uh, mentally, he was depressed and all the things, and it was oh. really a great uh, cause. And then I decided, and the idea was to make it as a published event here in Dubai. 
and mm-hmm. to bring people together who who have fun with running and they must not do the full distance. Uh, we want also to inspire people who who come as a relay team and would be more than happy that if after this uh, uh, nice interview a lot of American people uh, call or send a message that they want a camp here in Dubai. It's also nice to discover the UAA uh, all the seven Emirates for a good cause. Right. I mean, it's... Um it's very humbling and inspiring um, just to hear what you have organized and and the good you're trying to do because you saw a need. I mean, I think it really speaks volumes because healthcare is completely different here versus Europe versus the UAE. And um, I think like we had talked before, you know, a lot of these children wouldn't have, I mean, the the funds to support a prosthesis, like in medical insurance and things are completely different elsewhere in the world. And the, you know, a, ch- a child that's now an amputee would not, I mean, even be able to, to walk, to get around, to have a quality of life. And that, um, that calling is that you, that you've chosen to devote your time and energy to is, um, I mean, it's really, it honestly is really inspiring and humbling at the same time. And you actually ran the one of the races entirely by yourself. Is that correct? Like no relay team. You ran the whole seven Emirates, just you alone. Yes, uh, that was the end of 2010, and uh, it was 12 days, and I had... Um, I had to do the first four days by myself without a support car. And so wow. I decided to start in Dubai and to run to Sharjah, Ashman, then Um Quain. I think the most people don't know what it, uh, the, the different Emirates, but uh, maybe some people know that this Emirates. So I crossed already in the first days uh, all f- uh, four of the seven Emirates. So, mm-hmm. and these Emirates are cities which are connected to each other where you have the opportunity to run to, uh, uh, to a petrol station or a kiosk to get a drink or some food. Um, and uh, then I slept uh, in uh, a run to a hotel uh, uh, mostly and asked them there for support without payment because I want to... Uh, the fundraise that uh, is not uh, used for some uh, accommodation. And I was really exactly. surprised. I get such a lot of support. <laughs> and uh, after the fourth day, uh, my wife came from Germany with a flight. And um, it was planned to have a caravan, uh, to sleep in a caravan uh, overnight stay. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. this guy left, left, me, left me also alone. And he didn't come, so at least um, we could rent a car, a support car for my wife. It was a a small car, very small car. And and the regulation was that I have to use no transportation. All has to be done with the food. You cannot uh, stop and then drive to a hotel. There where you stop at the evening, you have to sleep there. And it was uh, four nights where I slept in this small Toyota Corolla. Uh, and then the next day, again, running 50 kilometers, it was really a tough, very tough thing. Oh, through uh, the desert, and basically. It was yeah. not, uh, not easy. <laughs> yeah, for, because you, you last time when we met, you asked for recovery in how many hours you have to sleep. So normally yeah. it's good if you minimum sleep, uh, can sleep eight hours, but that right. was, they're not possible. So uh, it was also a tough thing. Uh, but in, uh, in, uh, if you think then of the children where you can help, so this what they have on pain or thing, then uh, you you will feel you will feel no pain anymore because you go over this uh, this feeling and at least you think at the end at, to the finish line. And this is most important is the mental fitness in all these marathons or if you do runs or let's say also in in the 
uh, daily life. It's it's uh, important the mental fitness in all what you are doing and in the runs. My experience is uh, you should visual the the finish line before you start with the first training. So I think <laughs> that is, I is a good experience. I, I think that is so, so true. Um, I mean, we experienced that in triple seven. I've experienced that with the English Channel Swim and you and um, clearly running the seven Emirates entirely by yourself. It is it is the mental aspect that is, I mean, it certainly it's physical, but so much more of it is mental. Um, but being able to get through those challenges and those really difficult spots, um, whether it's like creature comforts or just the pain or whatever it is, but because you had a purpose and you had a passion, you had a reason for doing it, it gets you through it and you get to an alter state. Um, I think that was an excellent point. So we're, we're going to take one more break and then we'll be back in a few minutes to um, kind of finish up and, and, and find out how people can donate or join the team um, and, and contribute to the seven Emirates run. So we'll be right back after this break. Thank you. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning Healthy Living Power Hour. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Compassionate Life. To reach Dr. Brittany King or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to brittanyking.swimbet at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And we're back. Thanks for rejoining us. I'm Dr. Brittany King. This is The Compassionate Life on the Empowerment Channel. We're speaking with Wendell and Loxon for our final little segment. And we've been touching on a lot of his charitable endeavors. Most specifically, we're talking about the Seven Emirates run right now and the mental aspect of um, really everything, whether it's daily life or a current challenge or a physical feat you're you're trying to um, overcome or raise money for, and just the uh, you know the importance of of being mentally fit. Um, there's physical fitness, but then there's mental fitness at the same time. Um, uh, Wendell, and you shared with me that so there's a quote um, or, or a way they say it in Germany that um, what was that you were saying around uh, mental fitness? Um, I, I said, if you if you are mentally, if you are fit and you believe what you can do, uh, then uh, in German we say Glaube Berge. That means uh, if you believe, then you can jump over mountains. And this is an important thing. And uh, additionally, if you have the support from friends and family. Um, as I had it in, in during my first solo run and also after the run, the in the other editions, and so that uh, my wife was at the first 
solo run that she was the support car she was uh, she prepared the food she gave me the drinks she talked uh, to the media she took calls and so on so she took care and, uh, and now it's really funny some uh, manager from the Dubai Sports Council uh, who is now supporting us with the seven Emirates he said uh, you just uh, could run but the important uh, person important person was your wife because she without her support you cannot you couldn't finish and this is right if you have not the volunteers if you have not the organizers around then you cannot do these things you have you have you need people you need a team around you you need the volunteers mm -hmm. you need your friends you need other runners who inspire you and you need also your family who, who help you in doing these things And also, um, like it is here in UIA, you cannot raise funds without a foundation. So we are, mm -hmm. and I could uh, get in partnership with Al Jalila Foundation. And meanwhile, uh, and I'm a bit proud of this, it's also under the patronage of designers uh, Sheikh Hamdan bin Rashid, bin Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, it's the crown prince um, of Dubai. And uh, with the support under the Dubai Sports Council, so I'm uh, proud of this, and I'm happy that. And meanwhile, also we had in the last three editions more than 300 students running uh, with us in different areas, uh, five oh, wow. kilometers. So this is also great, uh, and uh, <laughs> as I said before, I would like to have some international people also and it would be great maybe you can bring a team together uh, um, uh, through uh, this channel and uh, look at the website uh, seven uh, the number seven emiratesrun.com and there is also uh, the donation possible and also the registration possible and a bit history about it uh, we have to make a little update still but uh, the most Uh, information are there, and if someone needs more information, they can also send me an email uh, on on this way. I I think that's um, I mean a, a couple of things. Yes, so we definitely need to get an American team or or combo team to come out there and do the Seven Emirates Run. Maybe we should get some people who have done the um, marathon adventures together or the Link team to come back out. Um, And then, I mean, I think it—it yeah. it, it is really important what you talked about too. As far as we're not—I mean, we're the support of your family and team members, but even just um, each city you go to or each place you're stopping over in in the UAE or. Um, all of the support is all critical, whether people are donating bottles of water to the cause or doing what they can because they believe in it. We're yeah. not meant. Not meant to be an island here um, on this earth, and and the you know the support that you get from family, team, spouses, um, obviously children, and then and then I think it's it's really cool. We, we didn't talk too much about this, but um, you know, like you said, getting the the children and, and people to come and join the the run. Just awareness of healthy fitness and and mental and and body fitness and and just. Um, sports. I mean, it's it's so much. I don't know. It's a it's a healthier endeavor to be uh, mingling with your friends, doing an athletic event or something outdoors than inside on a video game or at a local pub. Or I mean, do something to get out yeah. and get active. And and that awareness that you're raising is incredible. I mean, across the world. So, I mean, that's. I think you're a, a real inspiration yes, so, and, and for. You see that, that Yeah, and the, the children, you you the, the children ask you how you how can you do this, and they but they also proud that they can um, do on their way uh, through a run uh, to, to bring the school class together. They uh, they did some donation. Uh, each small donation is a big donation at the end. Uh, so mm -hmm. and uh, as you said, the awareness. To raise awareness and to to uh, um, make it uh, visual for the for the children that they can help on some ways and that it's important to help 
so that's why you you need also this is my advice you need also a foundation where you can trust because um, uh, as as I said before I donated uh, in the in the past I donated also to some fo- foundations but I didn't know what will happen with the with the money so. That's why, and on this way, I'm I'm more happy at it because I know where the money goes, and I know that 100 percent of the donation goes directly to the cases, to the poor, yes. to support these uh, children. So, and uh, the sponsors and supporters, they support and sponsoring on different ways. There are some they give a bit money, we have sponsor packages. And we have supporters, they give uh, some words, they give uh, the accommodation, or they give the dinner, or they give the location for the overnight night stay. So this right. all, uh, one uh, Monvisu, for example, they gave more than 5,000 bottles of water for free. So uh, this is on different ways. Uh, we could inspire people to, um, to support this cause. And as I said... Before, uh, why I say also international people, it's interesting uh, to discover the, the country. Uh, Dubai is very famous outside, and you can see it's a very fast-growing city. It's uh, beautiful buildings and beautiful landscape around. And if you see the whole UAE through this run, you get in touch with people you never ever would get in touch with these people if you are only let's say, only in vacation here, and you do your normal uh, vacation things. So in right. this way, you can combine seven days with uh, your friends, Culture. family, and running, and also right. to make some vacation here and discover the country. Absolutely. I mean, I think you've, well, you've, <laughs> I can't believe this hour has gone so fast because you've touched on so much, but um, I mean, you're, we, we didn't quite mention this earlier too, but you have your own clinic for prosthetics and orthotics. And that's another reason why this had been your passion. Um, I really hope this has been eye opening and inspiring for our listeners. Thank you, Wendelin, for joining us. Um, if people want to find or join or donate, they can find it at seven emirates uh, run.com. And um, I, I do, I thank you for all of your inspiring advice and your background and and just the, the words of wisdom you've had for people out there and, and you know, the passion of what, what you're passionate about. So um, thank you. And this is, um, this concludes our hour. Join us every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time on the Compassionate Life Voice America Empowerment Channel. And thank you, Wendelin, for all of your time. Thank you for being a part of the compassionate life please join dr Brittany king again next tuesday at 3 p.m pacific time and 6 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel this week how will you leave your compassionate mark on the world 